around the world, locally, with family and friends, House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. Larry Manley, Senior Pastor here at House of Destiny International Ministries, located in beautiful Boiling Springs at 302 Costner Road. We hope today's message will be a revelation to your soul to draw you closer to the kingdom of God. Pray. Let the church say amen. amen. In the book of 2 Corinthians, and the message today is, No Man After the Flesh. I say, no man after the flesh. And we see here that <coughs> Paul is speaking to the church of Corinth. He's speaking to God's people. And he says something here to God's people. I'm paraphrasing. It says, henceforth, now we know no man by the flesh. Because we once knew Jesus in the flesh, but we don't know him like that anymore. That's a dynamic statement. Well, let's go on the back end of that first. And let's see why they don't know Jesus like that anymore. Why they don't know him in the flesh anymore. Well, when we see Jesus in the flesh, when he walked the earth. Then we see a man <coughs> who had not been crucified yet, who had not been resurrected with the resurrection power. He hadn't done any of that yet. And the church today, they're still seeing Jesus in the flesh. They're still seeing Jesus on the cross. But the Bible says, see, for him to be on the cross, he had to be in the flesh. But the Bible says, don't know no man by the flesh. Because once we knew Jesus in the flesh, but we do not know Jesus like that anymore. This is the one which will break you or make you. Is how do you see Jesus today? Do you just see him as a church Jesus? Somebody that walked the earth 2,000 years ago, done some miracles and died for our sins? Oh, he's much more than that. I'll guarantee you that. He's a whole lot more than that. He's a whole lot more than what you and I have been taught about himself. But the fact of the matter is, is that not only are we not to know Jesus in the flesh, but we're not to know one another in the flesh either. You know why? Because first of all, Jesus has now taken up his abode in us to do ministry work. He's the high priest of our soul. We're going to go some places today. And also, 
by not knowing each other in the flesh. See, as long as we see each other in the flesh, we can see the faults of one another. As long as we're eyed in on the flesh. But what God, or what God is saying through Paul, not to know no man by the flesh, because Paul knew that now Jesus was inside the sanctuary of our soul doing work. And that's what he wanted us to pinpoint in each other. He wanted us to begin to see the God and the work of God in each of us. Amen. So in order to do that, we've got to realize that Jesus ain't in the flesh anymore. And we're not to look at one another in the flesh anymore because Jesus has ascended to the right hand of the throne of the Father and he has allowed himself to live within this sanctuary, this tabernacle, and therefore because he's living in us and doing a work in us, it's a disservice for us to see one another in the flesh because that contradicts what God is doing in us. You see, you see that, 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 that it is Christ in you that's your hope of glory. So you see, by seeing one another in the flesh, it contradicts the God in us. It almost says that God can't do what God says he can do and will do and has done in our life. That's basically what it says. Amen. If we're in Christ, then God is doing a new thing in all of us, whether we see it or not. Some things, I heard the preacher say this morning, we got to just go by faith with. You see, I got to go by faith about the God that's in you and you and you and me. And You understand? We got to go by faith on this matter because it doesn't always show up. See, the Bible tells us, although it doesn't appear what we shall be. We know when he comes, we should be like him. Although now we see through a glass darkly, but then we will know, we will know as we are known. All of that said for a reason. So when I look at this, and this book begins to challenge my soul, and I see over here, go with me to Hebrews chapter 8, Verses 1 and verses 2 about knowing no man in the flesh. <coughs> Just want to teach a little this morning. When we get to Hebrews 8, chapter 1 and chapter 2, please say amen to let me know it is there. Now, it says, Now, of the things which we have spoken, this is the song. One of the things that was spoken of is in these previous chapters here in Hebrews is Christ's priesthood being superiority. The superiority of Christ. Now of the things which we have spoken, he's, uh, whoever is the writer of Hebrews, because we don't know who, who, who wrote Hebrews, uh, the writer here says that this is the psalm of the things that we've spoken of. It says, now, we have such a high priest who is set 
on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord pitched and not man. So here we have what we call a high priest. No, no man by the flesh and neither are we to know Jesus or one another nor Jesus in the flesh because here's what we have. We have in Hebrews 8, verse 1, we have such what's known as a high priest. A priest is someone who offers a sacrifice. Now, we are all priests of the Most High God now. And this word, priest, being a sacrifice, God tells us in Romans 12, verse 1, that we are to present our body as a living sacrifice. Why? Because now we're priests, and all priests have to give a sacrifice unto God, okay? Now, we have this high priest, and this high priest means that he's paid the ultimate sacrifice. That's why he's known as the high priest, because he's paid the highest sacrifice. And in order of him doing that, he is now set on the right hand, that's the hand that receives from God, of the throne of the majesty in the heaven. So, see, it's like we once knew Jesus in the flesh, but we don't know him like that now. You see, why? Because we realize that he's the high priest, and we realize that now he's set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. So, you see, he ain't there no more the way we think he is. We've got now to get to where he is. You see, we've got to start thinking like where he is now, not where he was. The church is caught in a time warp. They're in a time warp. Dead revelations. We're going around that same, ain't we been around that mountain long enough? The Bible says. Go ye northward, expand your territory, expand your mind. Let yourself grow in honor of God and understand that Jesus ain't where he ain't on no cross no more. He's not there no more. We're not to see him in the flesh no more, and therefore we're not to see each other in the flesh no more because now Jesus has paid the ultimate price. And he's at the right hand of the throne of God, the hand that receives and gives to us. And now look what he's doing in verse 2 of Hebrews 8. He's a minister of the sanctuary. We say this one. And of the true tabernacle, because the true tabernacle is inside of us. Which the Lord pitched and not man. Now that's what I like. I want you to look at Hebrews 9, 11 and 12. We're going to stay right here in this area. Are we there? Hebrews 9, 11, and 12. You should be right there because we were right there at Hebrews in the 8th chapter. It's just one chapter over. Verse 11 and 12. It said, But Christ being come, a high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. That's that high priest. 
He gave the ultimate sacrifice of his own blood. He entered, how many times? Once into the holy place, which represents the soul of man, having obtained eternal redemption for who? For us. So the Lord entered in unto our soul once and redeemed us with eternal redemption. That's what this book says. We obtained it when we allowed him to enter in. You can't get to where he is. You can't get to the crystal sea of eternity unless you go through the path that he took. You just can't do it. So the word of God tells us here that we've got to be reminded that we've got to put off this tabernacle shortly, even as the Lord Jesus Christ has shown us. So why are we so bothered by all this stuff that's going on? Why, why are we so cumbersome? Why are we so laid up in this mess down here? Why we can't get spiritual enough to get where Jesus is and, and, and set our affections, as the Bible says, on things above and not on things at earth? What's wrong with us? Why are we so caught up? Hebrews 8, 3 and 5. I told you we're going to hang right in there. Look here. For every, verse 3, Hebrews 8, verse 3, over there. For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices. Wherefore, it is of necessity <coughs> that this man have somewhat also to offer. For, this is what I want you to see. You really need to see this. Then you'll understand why he say, don't know Jesus by the flesh no more. Look here in verse 4. For if he, Jesus, were on earth, he should not be a what? If Jesus was still on the earth, he wouldn't even be a priest, according to this Bible. Seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the what? To the law. John 4.23 says, now is the time that, that, that true worshipers must worship the Father in spirit and in truth, not in the law but in spirit and in truth. Not in flesh, but in spirit and in truth. Because the Father seeks such to worship him. Carnal Christianity is what's going to take us down. Being a carnal Christian. Being in the house, but not in God. And God ain't in us. Oh, you don't want to talk to me this morning. Being in the house. Uh-huh. Being in the house, Pastor. And we, 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 we say we love God, we say we love God, but God ain't in us. And we ain't in God. He, we, he, he's walking by the sea on the shore of our life. Now that's real, y'all. That's real. Hi, I'm Dr. Larry Manley, Senior Pastor here at House of Destiny International Ministries at 302 Costner Road in Boiling Springs, inviting you to join us every Sunday morning at 6 a.m. on My 40. God bless. In Hebrews 7, 18 and 19. He wouldn't even be a priest. But look at Hebrews 7, 18 and 19. Because we're not going to be long here. Not going to be long at all. 
18 and 19 over there. So look at this. Being the fact that Jesus wouldn't be a priest if he was on the earth today, according to the word. Verse 18 here in chapter 7, verse 8 uh, says, uh, chapter 7, verse 18 says of Hebrews, For there is verily a disannulling of the commandment going before for the weakness and unprofitableness thereof. You see, the law was weak, the law was unprofitable, and the law was abolished. It was disannulled. It was done away with. Now, that ain't the law Jesus was talking about. That ain't the law. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. That ain't the Ten Commandments. I'm going to show you what that was he's talking about here. Go to Colossians 2.14. Colossians 2.14. It talks about where all the handwritten ordinances, they were nailed to the cross and done away with. That's what he's talking about. Don't get it twisted now. He took, he blotted out all the handwritten rules and regulations of the law and he took and he nailed it to the cross. Because why? It was weak. It was unprofitable. It didn't do you no good. Well, see, he done away with all of that. The Bible says that he nailed it to the cross and blotted it out. And Hebrews goes on to say, in verse 19, Hebrews 7, 19 says, For the law, are y'all with me right here? Amen. For the law made nothing perfect. But the bringing in of a better hope did, by the which we draw nigh unto God. Now let's look at Hebrews 8, 5. Hebrews 8, 5. Over there. See something. In the book of Hebrews, the 8th chapter, verse 5, we say, let me go back up here at verse 4 to refresh you. For if, ye were, if he were on earth, Jesus was on earth, he should not be a priest. Seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law, Verse 5, here we are. Who serve, these priests that serve according to the law, they serve unto the example of the shadow of what kind of thing? Heavenly, Heavenly thing. Uh-oh. As Moses was admonished of God, when he was about to make the tabernacle, for see he, saith he, that thou maketh all things, not some things, but all things, according to the pattern showed to thee. Where? in the mouth. What is God saying? Moses, everything that I show you to do, the way I tell you to make this tabernacle, you got to go by every detail. The reason why you got to go by every detail is that this is what it looks like in heaven. And all I'm doing is showing you a shadow of the things that are in heaven. 
Now, a shadow is dark. You can't see under it. It's a mystery in it, and you can't see it, you see. When the darkness brooded, when the Spirit of God moved across the waters, the waters was dark because darkness was between the water, which represents the blessings, and the Spirit. There was darkness in between. In other words, you, some of y'all can't see what God has for you because of the dark. But the Spirit moved, and what did the Spirit say? Let there be what? So you need to put some light. You need to let God put some light on your darkness so you can see what blessings God has for you. That's what you need to do. So we see here, God, he says, now, I need for you to show this pattern and make this pattern the exact same way. The exact same way. No, no man by the flesh. Because as long as we know each other by the flesh, hear me good, then we'll never be able to see what God is doing inside them people. All right? Do you understand? Amen. I pray to God that God has been able to help you. Because this thing here, what God is doing in us, is a miraculous thing. And that's why Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled, Pastor. You believe in God, you believe in him. In his Father's house, there are many mansions. In other words, there are many levels of spirituality. You can stay on whatever flow you want to stay on. Now, my question is this. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. And Ricky caught a revelation one time, and he said, when have you ever heard mansions being able to be inside of a house? Think about it. In my father's house, there are many mansions. What house do you know that can hold a mansion, at least alone many of them? Okay. Because they didn't catch it. How many New York cities can you put in Spartanburg? Maybe you can understand that. In my father's house, there are many mansions. You decide which flow you want to be on. If you want to be on the ground floor, then that's where you can be. If you want to be in the middle flow, that's where you can be. If you want to be in the top flow, that's where you can be. You got the choice and the chance to be wherever you want to be in God's house. Because in God's house, there are many mansions. And there are many rooms in that mansion, in God's house. So you got to ask yourself where you want to be. Where do you want to be in God's house this morning? Do you just want to be in the basement? Or do you want to be all the way up top with him? You see, 
The higher you go, the closer you get to him. See, I want to be close to my king. I just don't want to be in the house. I want to be about the house. I want the house to be about me and I want to be about it. In other words, I want us to be in partnership. I want us to be in connection with each other. You know what I'm saying? Come hell or high water. I will, see, that's why I love you so much, Pastor. We know our job. We don't always agree. It don't matter about that. Because this thing ain't between Mike and me. This thing is between God and us. And both of us fear God. <laughs> we don't care what other people do. See, 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 we don't care what other people do. See, because I'm going to tell you why. When we start caring what other people do, you know what's going to happen? We're going to hurt ourselves. Because people don't want to do right. People are lie, steal, cheat, and say, in the name of God, and, and, and where we going in this world, we got to be shrewd. The Bible says be wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. That's what God's word says. You understand what I'm saying? Because why? I told you last week, we're living among dangerous minds. And we got to learn to understand that this thing is real. And people are out to be used by the devil and the thief came to steal, to kill, and destroy, and he does not care who he is. blessing for you. Be sure to tune in next week at the same time and join us in our praise and in our worship to God through the words of his revelations. Mm -hmm.